Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Jordan. Hello. Welcome to the apocalypse, Jordan. We're here. Yes. Well, a representation thereof. Actually, well, this yeah, point, I was actually But didn't we agree last time that this was a no-coronavirus podcast, or is that just for the week? No, I think you made that up. I <laughs> don't remember such an agreement. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we don't have to talk about uh, our real life uh, world-ending cat. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's world-ending. Hopefully, I mean, probably not. I mean, certainly, world-delaying. Certainly, a global pandemic. Anyway, <laughs> uh, instead, we're talking about something else. Uh, another sobering reality of existence, uh, which is this game called Soon Only the Ocean, which uh, basically is a game where it takes place in quote unquote in real time. So the, the time scale of the game is actually several years, but uh, the way it's sort of being rolled out is each day the game gets an update uh, over the course of uh, about a month. Uh, you'll be able to play the game, which uh, I guess probably we should let you know if you're interested in this game. Uh, now you should start playing it as soon as possible because by the time this episode comes out, uh, the be game will already over, be yeah. like half over. Yeah. <laughs> Part of that is our own fault for uh, not starting it until after it had already started. Um, and also part of it is just the reality of releasing a podcast and recording it. You yeah. Know, in advance. Giving yourself some time <laughs> to put it out. Um, but anyway, the, the concept of the game is that you're um, some sort of person who's been tasked with uh uh, doing basically data collection on this island, this small island off the coast of Victoria, which I believe is Australia, Australia right? Yep. Yeah. Southeastern um, Australia. And so you go to this island, you check the water levels, you walk up to the tippy top of the island uh, to check the weather station, and that's all you have to do for the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and then sort of um, optionally you can wander around and pick up trash, or there's an in-game camera you can use to take pictures, or you can mm -hmm. just sort of take in the sights and also your character will kind of uh, think to themselves about memories of um their mom uh, visiting yeah. the island or visiting the island with family you can also that sort of take thing. notes about the can island you actually like there's a, write you down can type notes? yeah the section the little bottom oh, three lines really? you can type into them the the uh, rest of the the sheet of paper that you carry around yeah, is auto-filled as you get the the necessary information uh, but right. it is auto-filled like i guess not really procedurally but it is different no, depending on the day you yes it yes. is like quote unquote real data yeah. about the this game state yeah. but yeah so, so it's the idea is that one month i think it's about exactly a month the game lasts one month and that uh real time gets translated into many years and you witness over the course of playing the game uh, logging in over and over again and playing it uh as this island sinks beneath the ocean and then I think the idea is it's got a kind of permadeath mechanic that the game will not be uh, playable, or at least not in its normal form uh, afterwards. Mm -hmm. And you'll witness the the eclipse of this island by the ocean and and then it'll be over. Yeah, which I guess will we'll have to remain to be seen. Before we get uh, too deep into talking about it, um, I believe you have the, the credits. I up, do have so the credits pulled up. So, so soon only the ocean was made by Max Myers. Uh, was the main developer. Music credit goes to Nat Wesley. And then sound effects by Emphasa is the name nice. they, they had. And then uh, sort of secondary credit, uh, they they did say that all the proceeds of the game goes to Seeds, 
which is an indigenous youth climate network. I think um, based out of Australia, not hundred percent sure on that, but yeah, my guess would be that it, yeah, this, this had the disclaimer of built on the native lands that the sovereignty was never ceded, which I've seen on a few games now. I think it's part of the, uh, um, the like weird video game development, uh, sort of like alternative scene we've been seeing coming out of Australia over the last two years (laughs) that a lot of them, uh, you know, get government money and, uh, also, you know, shouts out to the native peoples of Australia. Yeah, totally. Uh, like many native peoples, they've been wronged by colonialism. <laughs> yeah, most most people who encountered colonialism uh, didn't work out great for them. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, I thought that was really interesting. As soon as I saw that, because it opens the game with that that sort of like um, uh, moment of like respect for the the historical context, and uh, I and when it mentioned that it was Australia, I was like, oh wow, this that just somehow really fits the, you know, the alternative uh, indie game design scene that we, we keep uh, encountering on the podcast unintentionally. Like we're not yeah. looking, looking for like, like interesting experimental uh, indie punk uh, games by Australians, but it's just such a, a vibrant scene in the world of uh, itch games that we keep, we keep encountering them. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We we can't seem to avoid them, and not that I would want to. I, yeah, so far, it's always been a, a lot a of good them experience. have been yeah enjoyable. Um, so where would we like to start? Kick off the conversation with this game. Did you have a, a thought? Um, I guess the maybe just start from the 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 biggest thing that's about, which uh, is the mechanic of like permanence or like permadeath. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's the, the whole premise of the game, right? That it's like, uh, you can't, you know, it can only happen once that Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, as a player, you don't, it, it takes away control of, uh, starting and stopping the game from you, which is, you know, such a, a basic, uh, thing you have in, you know, almost all games, even, even if it's a game with real permadeath, you can at least hit new game. Uh, uh-huh. But this is like it's trying to like take push the the permadeath idea to like it's mm-hmm. it's absolute extreme. The game just ends at a certain point, uh, and I thought that was uh, interesting and and you know very obviously very suited to the thematic material. Climate change is also like something that it's like uh, there is no going back. It's it's all yeah. You know, once it's happened, it's happened. Um, and I thought that was interesting. I I actually went to a talk once uh, where someone was talking about. Uh, games that use permadeath to talk about climate change so it is a thing uh sure but there was this board game that they they i can't i tried to find the name for it before we recorded but i i didn't remember enough about it to locate it but it's this board game where you uh you have to like tear up and compost the game pieces after as part of playing with them so the (laughs) the game is like returned to the it's sort of like uh uh asking you to like think about the material you know, sure. ecological resources that go into the production of games. Uh, so mm. I thought this was a, an interesting take on that sort of uh, mechanic for video games. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting way to sort of like play with the, the irreversible nature or sort of like sell the irreversible nature of something like uh, climate change. And, and the game does that in more ways than just the general uh, uh, construction of uh, mm-hmm. it'll play out over the course of a month. Although it did have me thinking about uh, like just general like sort of quote unquote real time mechanics. And I don't mean like mm. real time strategy. I mean like 
um, I, I guess this this example is uh, coming to mind uh, right because it's the it's the game du jour of the moment, but it's uh, Animal Crossing obviously plays out in, oh, in sure, real yeah. time in in such a way that uh you know the the time reflected in the game isn't exactly one-to-one mapped to the time in real life which sort of sets the time like the pace that like this game is going to be a slower burn right mm-hmm. um whereas this game sort of takes the op- opposite tack where it's like you have one month to play this game uh at all uh and it actually it, it did bring me to uh an interesting thought i had which is like the um the decision to have it play out like once or in a, in a, in a specific, you know, 30 day or 25 day window, uh, versus, uh, having it, you know, the time frame start the first time the player launches it. Right. Because it, it could very well be, um, a game where it's like, all right, I launched this game and then now the clock has started. And oh, as I yeah. come back, as I come back each day, mm-hmm. uh, and see this, uh, this Island, then it things are going to change but to have it be a globally set like all right yeah. on i believe it started um gosh what was it it was like april 8th or something I wanna uh, say. yeah it was like a little more than a yeah that's yeah right. it was it was yeah um and then it'll end may 5th i guess we should say that um is the 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 quote-unquote use by date oh and we didn't we didn't mention this but we are going to record another episode sometime after may 5th as sort of a a retrospective on this game because of the you know the the nature of the the time of playing Mm -hmm. it we thought we'd split it into two episodes just to yeah you know exactly give it the correct experience anyway as i was saying like there's definitely a a or I guess I, I wanted to um sort of ponder whether it was a meaningful difference to have the game uh play out in an actual like a as a one-off rather than uh for each player you can't reverse the time right um yeah so i'm curious what what your thoughts would be because obviously as a player it would be more uh convenient for me if uh (laughs) if like the game didn't start because basically what ended up happening is we decided to play the game and then it slipped my mind for a few days and so i didn't actually end up playing until almost a week into the 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 game's like total runtime right yeah Um, but also, I mean, I think that contributes meaningfully to the, to the theme. Yeah. What I what I assume will be the overall theme of the game after it's over is that it's like, listen, this is a clock that is constantly ticking in our yeah, real totally. life world. Yeah. I mean, I think that it has a, a great um, uh, a, a great sort of like emotional effect uh, on the player because you know you know video games are so often about like em- empowering the player just in the sense of like. You know, you make it's a place where you make the choices and everything revolves around you. Uh, but uh-huh. the the experience of, you know, the sort of uh, anxiety of climate change. And, I've you know, I feel like a lot of people feel this way of just like uh, just the, the knowledge of this thing that's going to affect you in a big way is just totally out of your hands. Like the cards have already been dealt before you were even born. Uh, sure. I feel like that that feeling, you know, this game manages to in just like a little a little tiny condensed form reproduce because you uh-huh. when, when we planned uh, last week to play this game i originally had uh wanted to play it once um earlier in the week then i ended up yeah. playing it and uh-huh. uh and i it just slipped my mind and i ended up playing it a little closer to the time we were going to record and uh-huh. and 
And then I just had a moment of anxiety. I was like, oh, oh no, I missed the, you know, like I missed the deadline. Like it's, it's slipping out yeah. of my, out of my hands. And like that feeling yeah. I feel like is actually is very like that feeling of being out of control. Like the, the, the gears are spinning out of your hands is yeah. like, is the, the climate change experience. And so I thought that was a, a, a nice effect, even if it is like a little unpleasant, like, oh God. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I think, I think a lot of what this game is, is, is trading in is, is unpleasantness. <laughs> Uh, to sort of like make you realize, uh, you know, the or maybe not make you realize, but sort of give you a more uh, stark representation of the realities mm -hmm. of the situation. I mean, it's not that uh, dissimilar from our current realities where, you know, we've got a global pandemic going on. Yeah. Some uh, certain political things are it, it, it's it's definitely a time where it feels like things are not going the way I would like them to be going. And it doesn't and feel like there's anything shit you I can, can do, do about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and totally. so having it's it's an interesting time for this game to come out uh and like be happening which i'm sure wasn't planned i'm i i tend to doubt that uh the, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah the creator uh you know had enough time to make this game since everything started no, they, um, listen they had it after the last sars pandemic years and years ago they started working <laughs> on it and they've just been holding on to it waiting to release it <laughs> sure no uh but anyway it's um i, I I'm, I'm glad you agree i, I do think that like having it play out in real time for better or for worse. And, uh, it definitely made me feel like a bad podcast host that, uh, it took me almost like five days after agreeing to play it to actually get in. And I actually do think we might've missed out on something because the game, uh, says, uh, or I, I don't remember where exactly I saw this is on the itch page or within the actual game. So something about, uh, like bird watching or seeing wildlife. I did not see a single living creature. In the, the game yeah, it's on the, um, it's on the, the clipboard sheet you have. It's like, uh, -huh. there's a little space for like name of, of, I don't know if it says yeah, it's like wildlife. number of wildlife. It's like a tally. Yeah. I think that's, and what it I don't is. remember seeing any either. So I wonder if that is like the first thing to go or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious because so at, at the point I played, I, I think I played it a few days earlier than you for the first time I played it on, uh, April 14th, uh, which is in the game. It's, uh, October 17th, 2022, um, was the first date that I, played oh, when it. I played it, uh, which was two days after you, it was 2023. Okay. Do you remember so what day? Cause I also played it again today just to see what it changed. Oh, I don't remember okay. what it was. I do know that in the game it does, uh, like the, the time update is live. Like at the end, it tells you there's exactly how many hours remaining. It was like 450 when I played Sure, sure. But I don't remember how precise the, the day countdown yeah. is. Well, I guess one thing I'm curious about is if, um, there's changes every single calendar day in real world time, or if it's like actually in real time, slowly changing, it's, it's kind of hard to say, right? Uh, yeah, whether it's like it's, a discrete each day, there's like, all right, each day we move the water level up this much, or like as time is progressing, what the water level is just going up. Well, um, yeah. So I had originally thought it would be the latter of the two you just described that it's like, even sure. while you're playing, like you get back down and you're like, your boat has moved slightly because yeah. the water has, has moved. But I don't think it's that because the, that's sort of like why they give you those, those dates at the beginning, I think, because I think yeah. the idea is like when you log off, you know, time is elongating, but you know, yes. na narratively while you're playing it, it's, it's 
actual real time. Like your character is walking at a, yeah. a reasonable pace and then you come back and nothing has changed because climate change yeah. doesn't actually move at that, move that fast. Yes. That, that was my thought as well. I, I was just a little bit un, uncertain and I could yeah. see it playing. I could even see it playing out as like, it is actually changing as you play. It's just that like the time scale so is faint. such yeah. that it's like, yeah, you wouldn't that occurred to me. You'd have to play for, you know, multiple hours yeah, uh, I, to like actually see a difference. Sure. I had a, a moment of, I got kind of turned around uh, because I, so I was trying to like explore the whole Island and there's like a cliff type thing. And I, I, yeah. I jumped off it to see, you know, got, oh, no. got to test the limits, see if you die. You don't. I survived. <laughs> And then I started walking and you just kind of like lose track of precisely how far you've moved relative to where you started. And so I yeah. reached a spot where I thought the boat was supposed to be. And there was this uh-huh. thing that was just submerged by the water, like just a little bit. I think it was actually just some branches, but you can't, uh-huh. you can't see it very well. And yeah. I thought it was the boat. I was like, Oh shit, my boat's been yeah. overtaken by the water. But then I found my boat. So yeah, turned out not to be the case, but that sure. I did like that. They, um, the at least the moment that I was playing the you do see kind of like you can get a little bit of glimpse of the the stuff that's been uh yes been submerged so like the there's some trees that are poking out it's like just the bottom of them are mm-hmm. are covered and they're like dead uh, but you can also if you like look in the water see like a little bit of like bushes and stuff so I do like that they kind of like give you that sense of of time if you look closely I thought that was a nice effect yeah yeah which uh absolutely between even just the the two days that i played were two days apart and it was it was noticeable the number of trees that were because the first day i played there was actually quite a bit of beach before you got Mm. to where there was like grass and trees and then or at at least at the spot where my boat landed and then as i walked around i saw some places where there were like trees halfway underwater and then today there were trees like fully underwater or mostly underwater and the water had almost reached like was touching where the grass grows. So yeah, I'm definitely curious to see. I think the, the shape of the Island is definitely constructed in such a way that it's like just a giant hill. Basically it's like a mountain sticking out of. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it'll be very clear as, especially as the, uh, the time creeps on mm-hmm. the change will be clear, but I am, I am really kicking myself for not playing it earlier or I'm, I'm curious if there yeah. were like birds flying around in the first couple of days. And those were the first thing to go. Yeah. The, the Although, other theory I had about that is cause the, I don't remember exactly what word it was, but I don't think it was wildlife. It was something more general, like, like living. I don't remember. I thought it was wildlife. Cause I, I remember thinking at the time, Oh, does it mean the plants? Because you can like pick up one of the mechanics it has is like, you pick up plants. I don't know if they like, wait, you can pick up the plants. If it, if it, if a little, uh, text, if it hovers, says weed or it says, yeah, oi. yeah. Then if you go to one of those, you can remove them from the ground. And so I don't know if that was supposed to be like, Oh, but then when I did pick them up, I checked my clipboard and no, no update showed up on the, the wildlife section. Oh. So I, I was, I wasn't well, sure. I wonder if you have to bring them back to your boat in order for that to work. Well, they just my, like, they don't, I mean, I did go back to my boat afterwards, so I don't know. Yeah, but did you throw them in the boat? Because, like, the trash you can yeah, throw Yeah, but when you pick boat. up the weeds, it doesn't... Like, when you pick up the trash, your character's hand is, like, sticking out. Oh, so the weed. I, I didn't do even that realize you could weeds. pick up the weed. I think maybe I clicked on one and I didn't see it in my hand, so I didn't realize that I actually mm. did anything with it. But my interpretation of the weeds is that those are supposed to be, like, invasive species. 
So oh. it's supposed to be sort of another indication of the uh, the human impact on the island, which I guess we haven't mentioned the trash at all either. But yeah. also as you're walking, there will be uh, like, wh- I think there's only two pieces of trash. There's empty bottles and uh, tires. tires. Yeah, tires. That'll be on the <laughs> island. And there's sort of, uh, and I also, as I said, I uh, in um, the weeds that the character points out, I took to be... Um, uh, you know, like invasive species mm-hmm. that are, are are only present on the island due to uh, human intervention. Um, and obviously the trash is. And with, with the trash, there's a mechanic where you can pick it up and lug it all the way back to your boat. And there's a trash bag in your boat. You can throw them in. Uh, and it's interesting because it is extremely time consuming. We well, isn't there, about there's it. also a trash can at the top. Right? Did you see the? Is, I wondered if that was a trash can. Yeah, I saw a trash can uh, next to the whatever it's called. The, the yeah, thing I saw it the up there. I wasn't yeah. sure if it was a trash can or some sort of uh, weather device. I had known nothing about. Uh, well, I didn't actually put any trash in it, but visually, I, oh. I was. I did look very closely. It is a trash can. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually confirm that mechanically it is a trash can. I assume it would be, but this is inform. Um, listen, listen. Tune back in in about three weeks. We'll have another episode. I will have verified sure. if the trash can Whether is Whether or not it's a trash can. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, the the trash, or I guess part part of what we haven't talked about is the actual gameplay of this, which is that you're mostly just walking around, and mm-hmm. you do walk quite slow. Uh, you can turn up the speed game. a little bit, but not by much. What? Dude, Ow. press escape, check the settings. There's a movement speed option. Oh man, it is not. Uh, yeah, have it's a very not big a range. It changes it very slightly, but it does yeah. change it. But but you you do you move at quite a slow pace and. Um, so picking up trash becomes like extremely tedious because you yeah. walk up this big hill and you put it back in. And also there's, uh, there's no like indication that you've helped anything other than that trash not being there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was just another way that it's like, Hey man, that's the same way in real life. You can pick yeah. up a lot of trash and you will, will never it ever will know be, if it, it does will be anything. tedious. And uh, it will, the, yeah, it won't yeah, be something you enjoy. Actually, probably. I hadn't thought about that, but that isn't, I, I hadn't thought that that might be a kind of like, like a mechanical metaphor type of thing, but oh. it does, it does. I think that reading really makes sense that it is supposed to be like, like the feeling of, of not knowing if your actions have any meaning at all is, yeah. is kind of what this is trading in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, I mean, that's that interesting. Was, that was definitely my sort of like gut reaction to it was that like, yeah. uh, I could, well, I think, I think it was a, a, a little bit more, um, uh, I don't know exactly what the word, but I, I walked over, I saw the trash and I'm like, Oh, I would have to walk all the way back with it. And you can only pick up one piece of trash at a time. It's like, ah, well I'm certainly not going to do that. That's a pain in the ass, (laughs) uh, which is, you know, sadly the way many people, uh, would choose yeah. to treat uh, the real world but that's and the, real life climate change. That's which, the challenge of the game, right? It wants to. It knows that as a as a gamer, you want uh, you know you want that immediate feedback. You want the sure. You want the numbers to go up the second you click, and yeah. uh, and it's like, dude, that's not how the climate works. Yeah, <laughs> the numbers yeah, go up is, slowly. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be curious if like picking up trash actually has any impact. That was a question on, I had as well. I was curious if the like. Well, first of all, I was. I don't think so, but I was curious if it affected the game state of other play- other players. I assume not, but mm. interesting question. But at the at minimum, yeah. I was wondering if it's persistent between games. Like, if I log in in a week, will there be new trash? Mm. Will the trash be gone? I'm, yeah. I'm curious about that. I don't know. I only I only throw out like 
three or maybe four pieces of trash, so I'm not... Oh, I didn't throw any out. I, I wow. spent all my time just wandering around the island. Did you yeah, find the uh, weird sign? Yeah, I did, only because it's, like, it's like right up the hill from your boat. Yeah, the radio free zone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and your character uh like who put this says something about this is boring <laughs> which actually we should we should talk about the sort of speech or internal monologue from the character that happens throughout the game because uh there's a non-insignificant amount of it uh-huh. uh, at first when you first land on the island it's just stuff like ah, i've got to go up to the weather station mm-hmm. and that sort of thing but then uh, I think I briefly mentioned earlier that there's, um, you know, the character sort of like talking about having memories of um, their mother talking about uh, this island. Um, I'm curious what you thought about that stuff. Um, so I, I didn't fully follow the narrative it was telling. I liked the idea of a, a kind of like um, personal take to it. Although one wait, actually, I did have a question. Does it change? Yeah. So you played it twice. I've only played it once. Was it different? Mm, mm. There was definitely text I saw the second time that I didn't see the first time, but there was text I saw both times. Okay. So like the stuff uh, where like talking about your mom happened both times. I, I, I will say uh, but part of talking about this is also mentioning uh, one of actually probably one of the biggest criticisms I have of the game, which is that the text, like the way it displays, is it like attaches to an object that is space, in front of you? Yeah. <laughs> but as you move, it stays on whatever yeah. object. So like in order to see it, you'd have to be like basically like stood in front of the same object yeah. while the text is there. So a lot of the time I ended up just not reading it because like I would hear the little text blip and I would already have walked past the thing that it was uh-huh. stuck to. Totally. And it's like the part of the plotting pace of the game and also just part of the nature of uh, trying to play a game for the podcast is you uh, trying to like see what it has to say in a somewhat expedient uh i mean not like rushing necessarily but just trying to uh get as much of what it has to say without you know spending hours and hours in the same game especially when the games are so small so i did find that to be kind of frustrating and it ended up with me like sometimes i would hear the text scrolling and i would turn around to try and see what it was attached to and i couldn't see anything so i just kept Mm -hmm. going so there were maybe things that i missed um, I didn't get the impression that there was like a ton of super like time specific things, but I I'm uncertain. The the reason I'm curious is because the you know it seems like the time scale the total time scale that will be traversed is fairly substantial, and the implication seems to be that you're playing as the same person the whole time. So like yes. they'll live quite a lot of life in that in that period. And I'm yeah I, I'm one of the things I'm most excited to see playing the game again uh, over the weeks uh-huh. is the degree to which like your character's sense of time takes place in the game. I don't know if that's something. Oh, I mean, that sure. maybe be a, a little, uh, you well, know, this is so, a single so, person game. Maybe that's a little, a yeah, bit of an involved amount of, of effort, but I'm sure. curious. So, so one thing I will say, I don't know where I got this statistic, but I feel like I remember reading somewhere that the game is supposed to take place over the course of six years, which that would sort of make oh, sense with, okay with what i've played because the first time i played was october of 2022 and then the second time which was two or three days later was uh july 15th 2023 so that maybe tracks a little bit two, uh, it seems two, like it'd be like a fewer month, than four months per day or something like that yeah maybe something like that but um anyway yeah i'd be curious because i think i uh, 
it's a little bit hard because some of the stuff is like half remembered or um uh, it's a little indistinct whether it was one day or the other but i i remember one i think the first day the character saying something about like uh it's this job is kind of boring but at least there's funding to have this sort of research going on mm. and then and then I, I seem to re- like today when I played, I thought the character mentioned something about like, oh, well, there's no longer funding, but I guess I'll keep doing this. That might be a misremembered or it was like uh, I know, some I of think the text. I think you're right, because the thing that I saw was something like it about the fact that there's not funding, but it's sticking around like the. Yeah, I don't think it was like I don't remember exactly what the wording was, but it was something in the effect of like. It manages to go on without funding. Okay interesting yeah maybe it's that the the weather station still collects data even though there's no <laughs> the national money weather, coming weather in service has been defunded yeah. yeah because it's just uh you know solar powered or something i don't know the, um, i did just so some uh back of the envelope math says that if it is four months per day uh then the game would be about 10 years which would be a okay. nice a nice uh even number yeah i'd be curious i i i swear somewhere it said i read that it takes place over the course of six, six years, years yeah. but i right. don't i don't know where that was um you dream, oh no no you dreamed it here here you go here we go i just found on the launch one month that will track 10 years of an island slow decline so Boom, you're right i was right mm, mm, mm. i like your back of the envelope math proud of you <laughs> Thanks. For, for an english major that's a real feat <laughs> boom roasted yeah, i did some math um uh anyway i forgot what i was gonna say um i think we may have completed the thought that i had okay well um, here i'll yeah. say something that I, I was gonna say earlier but we kind of skipped over it uh, so the game that we've played before, this this sort of like uh, real time and also like locked in permadeath reminded me of is Pocky. Do you remember this game by Time, oh, time and Tia? Where wow, you're that was a that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. That was early in the podcast year one, and I feel like in the first half of year, yeah, year I feel one. like that was like yeah, like few, in the first few months ten or in, twenty episodes. Yeah, yeah. But this is that game that was about uh, being bored at a party and uh, spending time on your phone. And the uh-huh. sort of uh, innovation of the game was to have your your phone's battery be be locked into the amount of time you played. So after you play the game for, for it's like twenty minutes or something, it just doesn't let you play it anymore. You try to open it, and yeah. your phone's dead, and you can't play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I thought that was a that that specific port of the sort of like ops. Uh, specific part of the like uh-huh. developers obstinance towards the player like really be like no the point is you can't sure. access this anymore uh, yeah. i thought there was two two very different uh meanings of the same yeah. the same mechanic yeah, obviously it's like the difference between uh you know the end of the world versus like just being irritated and bored at a party but yeah 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 it is interesting i i didn't draw that uh comparison but it is it's funny because the time scale is pretty different and again totally, that game yeah sort of uh meets the player in the middle a little bit and that the phone only die it's like you know the timer starts once the player chooses to start playing the game uh oh right yeah that's yeah but it is there i think there's definitely some conversation there to be had about like games that happen in real time and how that is like you know unfriendly but in a way that uh can uh imbue meaning uh, you know, yeah, in a, totally. in a way I that's interesting. I think that it, um, 
I mean, it certainly gives things a sense of like, uh, like world that like normal video game time doesn't have like, you know, normally because because you're you're sort of like normal experience of moving through the world is like, you know, time doesn't wait for you. Uh, yeah. And so I think uh, that there there can be something like uh, really um, effective about like trying to reproduce that in a game. Uh, and, and in mm-hmm. I mean, it's I think it's most common in like, uh, you know, online multiplayer games where you'll have a, a special event sure, or something timed that, events that has mm-hmm. yeah, timed events that have a duration and then they're over. And so, you know, the the sometimes the purpose seems to be to like give you FOMO. So you're like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you want so you log you play, into the game. Yeah, you log in again. You're like, oh no, I don't yeah. want to miss out on the the fun. But the the these games are like trying to um you know use use FOMO to like like drive home a point rather than get to get you to play it again. Yeah. It's like it's I about would, like, even go... like the feeling of like, wow, the this thing has slipped through my fingers. Yeah, I would say it goes uh, further than or it's it's different. It's distinct from FOMO and that it's like rather than being like, oh, man, I missed out on something fun. It's like uh, the the world moves on without me. And yeah, it's much uh, more like past facing like this thing that I had is gone. It's been like lost for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, especially like you said, games uh, tend to work in the opposite way that they sort of cater to the player. It's kind of this classic trope. And uh, I remember it being brought up a lot with like Mass Effect. Where it's like, ah, mm. these horrible creatures are trying to end the galaxy. Anyway, you can hang out and do 30 hours <laughs> of side quests like, or the go The sense of urgency is planets. not real, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, not only could you spend 10 hours probing planets for ore, strip, strip mining planets <laughs> with probes, but you kind of will have to if you want to make <laughs> all the guys be alive by the end. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> the the, um, and the so, sense of urgency only matters in the cutscenes, and then as soon as... As soon as the player takes yeah. control, time has no meaning. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, uh, like a sort of larger scale game, like sort of broach these topics. It'd, it'd be, I think, it'd be really fascinating. And such a thing might exist somewhere, of someone having a similar concept of a game, but have it play out in actual real time. Of like, all right, mm. for the next five years, my game is going to be slowly updating itself to sort of like uh, track real life uh progress or even having uh sort of like you uh pondered earlier having um different players uh you know playing online having impact on the island right uh, right like a shared space something like yeah. that yeah i could see you know some really interesting uh material and thematic content being mined from uh, a, mm-hmm. a bit of a larger project with uh similar uh themes and goals going on mm-hmm. um yeah i'd be i'd be really interested to see um for sure i did i did want to uh level another uh not not a super harsh criticism at this game uh but uh one other thing i did want to say is i i would the it would be a little bit um nice to me if the 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 game the island itself was a little bit more like felt a little bit more handcrafted or was a little bit more interesting to like look at or explore. Um, mm. I guess the cliff areas is uh, like kind of the one exception, but for the most part I felt that it's kind of like, all right, here's a hill with trees on it and bushes. Uh, yeah. And it's, it felt a little, you know, for the whole purpose of the game to be, you know, watching this uh, place slowly be swallowed by the ocean and contemplate whether or not this place deserves to go you know, in like having me letting the player build more attachment to the space by having it be 
um, you know, interesting and uh, and yeah. like engaging to explore could be valuable. Although I can also see the argument that uh, having the island be not particularly uh, exciting or visually varied uh, is a way to say, well, hey, guess what? Even though this might not be the most interesting island does it deserve to be swallowed by the ocean? Right, right. Or, like, there's like two different ways you could go. Where on on the one hand, stripping it of like you know particular particularizing or identifying features, making it just like another generic island like any other, does mm-hmm. reflect the a, a version of the reality of climate change where it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> there are lots of islands that no one lives on and that uh, don't have anything particularly notable about them. They will be drowned too. Um, uh-huh. Or the other way you could go is to to try to get the player to uh, become attached to particular things about the island. Like, you know, sure. the example we have is like, you know, the the sign or whatever. Like you could have more stuff uh-huh. like that where it's like you you see them and you, you have a chuckle at them and you, you sort of associate uh, them with the game. And then when you log in uh-huh. again, that thing's gone. And then it, it might like sure. hammer it home. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, this place is is really mm-hmm. going away, and there's nothing we can do. Or even well, if nothing you could, myself as a person yeah. can do. I if you could even like leave stuff behind, like uh, you know, put your scribble your name on the sign or something like that. Although I guess if it gave you the the ability to like graffiti and or like carve your name in the trees, yeah. maybe that's anti thematic too. Yeah, I mean, you could <laughs> almost do something like. Are you familiar with uh, geocaching? I am yes. <laughs> Do some geocaching. Yeah, I mean you could have like a geocache on the island, and you can go yeah. <laughs> and like log stuff on it, and it, maybe even there are other people that have visited the island, and so it's like between. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that could be uh, something. Again, I, I sometimes I, I uh, get mad at us when we I know, uh, I was armchair just design things, but it is uh, nothing is know, less helpful to a designer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll reserve that comment, but I'll tell you after the show. But they do, um, I do think um, it is, if you frame it as like an actual recommendation, nothing's more irritating, but if you frame it yeah. as just like, uh, describing the sorts of design ideas that your game provokes, that's maybe sure, more flattering. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a way to excuse it. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I got um, you. But anyway, I did, I did feel, um, uh, a little bit wanting for, an island that I felt more of a need to explore mm-hmm. uh, out of my own genuine curiosity rather than out of sort of um, obligation to uh, this podcast or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, like just get, give you like, just you, you like something that you feels personal about the loss of the island once it's gone. Like, yeah. Or, or even not even just personal about the lot, but just like th- that. I actually, once I'm done going to the like uh, weather station and collecting data that I actually want to like keep going around the sure. island to see like mm-hmm. landmarks or just the general construction of the island uh, being made sort of like leading me one way or another of like, you know, exploration mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, big because I kind of ended up mostly uh, be lighting it up the hill and then be lighting it back down. Yeah, um, especially yeah. in a game with like a fo- with a uh, in-game camera, which we haven't talked about really, that you can take pictures with. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really feel super. I didn't feel a lot of impulses to pull out the camera yeah. because I just didn't feel like there was a ton of there wasn't a lot of different stuff to look at. It's kind of just like yeah, yeah, a, a little a little samey. Although here's one counterpoint to that. Did you um, notice the uh, the things off in the distance in the ocean? Uh, yeah, they looked almost like buoys. I don't know what they were though. 
Is that what? So I, so here's an interesting thing is I took pictures uh, of the other, the other day I did too. The other day there was more of them out of the water and I thought that they were, I thought they looked like satellite dishes. Like, you know, those big giant Mm. satellite dishes with the little, the like metal struts that, um, sort of like converge into a cone out from the, yeah. the center of the dish. <laughs> that's what that's what they look like to me, which I was like, what are those doing? At, at first, I thought they were like oil rigs or something. But then I what I did is I took out the camera and then like use the zoom function mm-hmm. to like really uh, zoom in and see if I could figure out what they are. So that that's what I thought they looked the most like what they're actually meant to be. I'm uncertain. I am. But un- I was, I was sure cu- as well. I was curious if uh, if that was the case. Maybe, and also maybe I was we'll curi- find out because I mean, if Could it's be. true that the number of them is changing, that's that would be really interesting. Well, it wasn't that the number of them was changing. It or was the, that the, the ones post. that I could see, less of them was visible than yeah. was, uh, you know, even a couple days ago, which I guess in the games time was, you know, yeah, year uh, half a year, uh, you know, two thirds of um, a year. That, but, that reminds um, me of another question I had about this game, which is, so it mentioned something, I think maybe in like the end text or something like that when you finish that uh-huh. once the island's gone, the only thing we'll have is the record we keep of it. So mm. presumably like the notes you've taken and the pictures you've taken. And I was, uh-huh. I was curious if there's some sort of aggregated place where all the players images and notes will be like archived. I'm not, sh- I, I'm not sure if that's the case. I wouldn't be surprised if those are being stored on, on my computer. computer. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the game, you'll presented, be presented. With oh, them. see them um, all. Yeah. Hmm. yeah interesting although you did mention something at the end of the game i did we haven't talked at all about the sort of poem or uh thoughts that um get shown each time you close the game which is uh which is this this is on the itch page as well it says what do i owe to the people the places where soon only the ocean will remain um yeah yeah, which sort of, uh, you know, ties back into a lot of the themes we've been talking about today. And again, to uh, a counterpoint to my argument about making the island island more interesting is like, to what do we owe this island and to what does this island owe us? Uh, does, you know, for not being pretty or interesting enough, you know, <laughs> uh, to yeah. be swallowed by the ocean, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think that is, uh, uh, it, it certainly is a very like poignant, uh, a little poem that it's about like, and I think it's a feeling that a lot of people feel where it's like this sense of, of not, not quite know of of knowing that that climate change is happening, but not really having a strong grasp of what your, your personal private obligation to it is like you, you, you feel like there is some moral, you should have some moral attachment to it, but it's, it's hard to like treat it with your normal, like moral point of view. Cause you know, normally moral stuff happens at a very local personal level. It's just yeah, like, how I mean, can I relate to this? Yeah, I mean, even thinking about those conversations with what is happening in the world right now uh, yeah. with the global pandemic, many of us, especially people our age that are young uh, and may not even ever feel symptoms yeah, from not personally uh, COVID-19. Risk, but yeah. Yeah. You know, our likelihood of, uh, you know, getting really sick or even dying are extremely yeah. low. And the likelihood that we could uh, be transmitting it without ever feeling symptoms is higher than for other populations. Yeah. So definitely it's something I've been thinking about a lot is uh, just like every time I go to the store, it's a very tense experience because I'm just like, I want to be interacting with as little as possible, not only to protect myself, but because like I am a a prime person to be transmitting this without doing anything. And yeah, 
Yeah, and I see so many, you know, videos or things online about other people our age being very callous. I mean, the classic or maybe not classic example, but it feels classic because it feels as though it's been years. <laughs> but, you know, a couple weeks ago with all the those spring breakers. Uh, the spring breakers in Florida. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, in a place where that is notorious for having uh, many, many retired people and retirement communities. Yeah. Have these young people, uh, you know, so blatantly like yeah. even I saw one video where some guy was like, honestly, dude, I don't care. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, it hits a little bit closer to home than I think, uh, then probably the creator, uh, well, maybe it hits the, the same amount close to home, but it's just, uh, there are other realities yeah, that are sort of and now it works this. on two levels rather than yeah, just exactly. the one. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, d- did you have any other thoughts? Uh, uh no, we got game? through everything I had making note of. So, all right, I'm all done. cool. Well, uh, would you like to tell the people about what game we're going to play next? Uh, week? Yes. So, uh, no- oh, actually, actually, before we talk about next week, I want to restate that we will be oh, right. uh, covering this game again. So the game ends officially uh, May 5th, 2020. Um, so we will be trying to uh, we'll get in at, at, at least uh, a few days before that, maybe on the exact day. Not sure, but we'll be recording an episode um, at some point afterward as mm-hmm. sort of to sort of a retrospective sort of revisit the game yeah um, it'll either be so if you're interested the sunday following or the sunday following that that the episode yeah. will come out yeah so yeah so so if you've liked what we've heard this is one of the few games we've played where uh us talking about it in the first week doesn't actually uh, spoil anything because you it's can not still over. take all that information <laughs> we've given you and uh see the differences and sort yeah, of track yeah. them from now True. on um, we we've created so, our own record of the things that you've wow. already missed. Wow. So. We've done it. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, go download the game and check it out for yourself. Uh, if there's still time, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, we'll, uh, I'll now let you talk. Yeah, about for sure. Definitely, definitely, uh, play it while, while the Island lasts. Um, next week though, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming with, uh, a game called, uh, let's go build, a blank underline is uh i guess just <laughs> yeah, let's, I, go, let's build, go build uh, a, is is the name yeah uh by david king made some games on itch um and it's a game about uh having an uh it's like building lego things uh and the the game like generates a challenge word for you and then your goal is to create something out of legos that uh, matches that challenge word and then you can see what other people have uh, I've done and, and compare and it's different every day. Uh, so we'll be playing a little bit of that game um, next week. If you're interested in uh, playing along or just uh, following up on the game after we played it, uh, we will be tweeting out a link on our Twitter. That's where we tweet out all updates to the podcast. So you should follow us there at EdgeGuardCast is our handle. Uh, we, we tweet out uh, links to all of our games, uh, Twitter handles of the creators if they have them and then uh, links to the new podcast episodes as well. So if that's the kind of update you're looking for, or if you have a feedback or uh, game recommendations as well uh, that you want to tweet at us, uh, you can do it there. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Please follow us, and uh, we'll be playing uh, Let's Go Build a Blank uh, next week. Um, So we will talk to you then.